it's like you remember that game Road Rash, where you get the chain or the stick and you knock people off the oh, yeah. their own. That's a good one. I mean, don't do that with. Well, welcome to What Are Your Rights podcast. You're listening to George Derrick and Bob Mortland. This episode is brought to you by the offices of J. Robert Mortland, BobMortland.com. Essential advice, zealous advocacy, aggressive, affordable, knowledgeable. Other adjectives keep, that keep are going, good. Keep going. Keep plugging me. I like it. Uh, what else? You just I think you, my you've exhausted it. Yeah. You've exhausted all of the good Listen, words for me. I have a pretty large lexicon. I got called a jack a today by a oh. district attorney, by district attorney <laughs> in court, which was probably recorded. Because was it on the record? Oh, that's right. They record they it record now. Everything in right. There. I want to get that transcript. They don't have court report. That. Was it when you call the case? No, no, oh. we were discussing the case, so I have no idea I'm what sure it's it actually recorded. happened, but I'd love to hear I'll call me you. getting called I'll, that. You want? I could call you that in court if you want me to. To get it on the record? Yeah, but it's not the same. When a, when a district attorney calls you that, that's better. Today, um, as I just went on a tangent, as we typically Not at all. Do, we never go on tangents. Today's a special, special, special episode of What Special Cubed. You said it three times. It is? A little math joke in there. X3. For that one listener that knows... Math. Go on. Um, the His name's Joel. Joel, uh, we got all kinds of questions today. Today's a Q&A session, and what that means is we're going to go through that's your not, questions. Then that's not quiche and anecdotes. It's questions and, and answers. answers. So you guys have sent us some questions. You've also sent us some uh, not-so-much questions. A lot of hate mail. A lot of hate mail. You got that death threat. Yeah, well... <laughs> that happens from time to time. Yeah. I'm a criminal defense attorney. I, but you know what? It happens. In your defense, it was from me. It was. So, But I don't think I meant it. It was a hate text. Yeah. So we've got some questions that we want to answer. Uh, we'll try to get through as many as we can and still make it interesting and have a fun episode. Uh, fun. Got them all in front of me on the computer, and I want to just click through and the different emails. If and you want to ask us questions, what are your rights podcast at gmail.com. You go on whatareyourrightsattorneys.com, the website. That's our website for our podcast. Or you could contact uh, Bob Mortland at Text his. Me. What's your phone number? They uh, can call you? No, I'm not doing that. You don't want to do that? No, you can go ahead and uh, email your, us. Your law office website. My your law, law office, office website number. is, is bobmortland.com. My law office number is 510-463-1643. Yeah. Or you could contact my law office. It's 510 Twenty-seven, forty-seven. It's a prime, remember it. It's a prime number. Write it on your hand before you go into the jail. Tattoo it on your on your upper eyelid, but do it backwards so when the light's shining a certain way, you can actually see it when you're sleeping. Creepy. No, I mean, I mean you advertise so many different yeah. areas. You, I mean, people use billboards. No, screw that. Tattoos. Eyelids. We'll give you a free tattoo if you tattoo on your eye. So, what's the first question? We have a question from Genovese. Genovese from Pinole, California. I don't know if that's a fake name, or I don't want to make fun of it because it sounds sounds good. I like it. I actually like it a lot too. I do. I'm Genovese name my firstborn. That what Genovese did, says. What are your rights? What are your rights? What's the question? Well, read the, it, Bob. Okay. You can read. The question says, "What kind of conviction will I get if it is DUI related?" But we'll, we'll go further. Okay, that's, that's the topic that. Specify. So specified is, my lawyer went to my arraignment for my second DUI. The judge ordered that I complete four AA, Alcoholics Anonymous, classes a week. 
for a month. I went to a couple of the meetings, and now my eye have a... That's what it says. I'm just reading. Now my eye have a court hearing next week. Will I go to jail for not completing the AA meetings on time? Uh, well, possibly. What I could say is this is probably something called SOR. When you go to court and a judge tells you to do something, the judge is probably saying uh, you need to do these things to stay out of custody when he's out of jail. So if the judge is telling you to do four AA meetings for a month, that's at least 16 AA meetings before the next court date, and the judge is saying you either do those or I'm blocking you up. So it's an SOR. Bob, acronym, what is it? Uh, supervised own recognizance. It's a method of release. There are a few methods that you can stay out of jail in the pretrial process. Uh, you can post your own bail. You can get released on OR in some situations. And then there's what's called SOR, which is supervised own recognizance, where you have to do more than nothing. The judge is going to ask you right. to do AA meetings. Potentially a scram bracelet. Uh, scram bracelet is detects uh, alcohol in your system. Correct. If you're familiar with Lindsay Lohan or Lindsay Lohan. If you are Lindsay Lohan. She probably knows what a scram bracelet is. She knows us. She listens to the show. She actually knows us. She, she actually called in once, but we were off air. Darn it. Yeah, that's too bad. Got to figure out when we're on air to give us a so call. So, will, will, will you go to jail? You possibly can. What will happen is your next court date, if uh, the judge will say... To the attorney, say, Mr. Moreland, your client, do the AA meetings, show us some proof. And the client will say, uh, I don't know. Did yeah, I do or, it? Or the client will, will, you know, fudge it a little bit. And, yeah, I went to some AA meetings, some. Or sometimes they'll, they'll, uh, I, I've had clients that actually forge AA meetings. That, Ooh, that's a guaranteed bad, jail time. Bad idea. So basically, the lowdown is if a judge tells you to do something, do it. So the lowdown on Lindsay Lohan. I should like give you a. Was beat. it Lindsay Lohan? Is For that what? that's who we're talking about? Who's that? Doesn't she have issues with scram bracelets? No, no. Who's released on SOR? Who's Lindsay Lohan? She's another one of these people that gets in trouble all right. the time and, and cries about it when when she actually gets punished like the rest of yeah the society. United States. So yeah. that's I think that's a good answer for what kind of conviction will I get or why why is the judge asking me to do four AAs? Next okay. question from Gertrude. Gertrude. No, Gertrude. Gert, Gert something. Gertrude from Sacramento County. What You could also say the city you're from. It's okay. What is the question? Let's not make fun of our, our Bob. questions we got going. And we, we don't she sounds like an idiot. People. Yeah, now she's never going to listen again, and she's going to send us hate mail. So how is a DUI different from a DWI? Good question. Wow. Uh, how is a square different from a square? Yeah, how is a square and a rectangle? How many of them have different number of sides? Uh... I'm sorry to make fun of you, but it's, We're the, not making it's, fun of you. it's the same thing. Same thing. DUI stands for driving under the influence of alcohol or drugs. Usually it's alcohol. Refer to episode two. DWI is driving while intoxicated. It's, right. a, it's the same thing. It's like comparing apples. It's like comparing one apple to exactly the same apple. That's true. So we got another one uh, here. We're just going to kind of jump through them all. Keep and going, Bob. We're on a roll. Answer. So we got... All kinds of First questions. UI related. Anything new? Yeah, here's a domestic violence Ooh. one. Let's hop up over here. Um, although no one knows what I'm talking about when I say hop up over. To no, no, no I, I know exactly what you're saying. So, how can I get the domestic charges dropped? Um, wow, this is a long <sighs> one. Okay, go. Uh, I was arrested for domestic violence, but I was acting in self defense when my girlfriend was hitting me and gave me a bloody nose. Of course. 
That always, always. Yeah, yeah, yeah. no, that's believable. She she called the police because she was scared, but dropped all charges, and we have been fine ever since. Even though she dropped charges, the state still has to press charges against me. My girlfriend doesn't want. Well, I I understand he's going on and on, but I understand what you're trying to say is basically he's saying that in a domestic violence situation. The girlfriend called the police, had him arrested, but now she doesn't want to file charges. No, no, but she attacked him. Yeah, she gave him a bloody nose, and and then she was hitting him, and and all. You know what this right, ends up? Right. You know, a lot of the times, if I could just go on a tangent, which we never do, but tangentize. I, new word. My first job at the first public defender's office I was at, and those of you that work with me, you guys, I loved you guys. I really miss you guys. You guys are the best. Um, except you, you know who you are. No, I, I like the the I first. Like person. Well, he's okay. He, or she? Yeah. It wasn't a shim. Anyways, I I came up with not not my me personally, but my clients would in the domestic violence department because there there's actually a courtroom devoted to domestic violence or otherwise known as DV. The the clients would say BBL. Yeah. Defense. That is a BBL defense. B. B-Lion. B-Lion. And I won't say the first B. Because uh, yeah. it's offensive to women and men. And uh, female dogs. But I, I I would hear that and they'd be like, oh, BB-Lion. I'm like, wow. In this case, BB ain't lying. Or maybe she is. I don't know. The question is, how do I get domestic charges dropped? Bob, can a victim drop domestic violence charges nope. once it's been charged? Oh, I, I jumped in there too too quick to answer that. No, absolutely not. The victim has nothing to do with whether or not charges are absolutely nothing are, are done, are dropped, or held, or it has nothing to do with that. Now, when the police initially interview, they'll probably, in fact, I know they will. I've gone on ride-alongs. I have a lot of good friends that are cops, and well, I should say police officers because cop, I guess, is, is that derogatory? derogatory. I think it's derogatory. It takes away some of their. Some, Some it's the, not as respectful. Yeah. So my police officer for school and training right. and, and they are police officer educated. friends. They they usually say, "Are you even gonna, willing to come to court and testify?" And a lot of times, it's a very emotional situation. You just allegedly got hit or beaten up, either in front of your kids or alone, and you're scared and you and you say yes. Then you decide to say no. I don't want to do it. I see it more times than not. And uh, once the police officer writes in his report that you're willing to testify, it's out of your hands. You could contact the district attorney all you want and say you're not going to testify. They're still going to subpoena you, and if they subpoena you, you still have to go to court. Let me tell you this right now. It gets into a very huge gray area, criminal defense. and It's not black and white? I mean, it, it is and it isn't. If a victim comes up to me and says, listen, I don't want to testify, I tell her, listen, if you've been subpoenaed, you have to come to court. I can't tell you to avoid a subpoena. That's unethical. I cannot do that as a lawyer. I'm, I'm an officer of the court. I can't just say, oh, disregard the subpoena. It'll get dismissed. Sometimes it does. Sometimes it doesn't. I've seen cases where victims don't show up and they've been properly subpoenaed. And what happens? The DA will file charges against them for failing to appear on a subpoena. They could be prosecuted. So what I would tell <clears throat> clients is um, you don't have to answer the door. You don't... Uh, but if you do answer the door and you're and uh, the person serves you with the notice, you have to show up to court. Um, but you know the domestic violence; it's such it, it, it's a really tough area of law because I, I don't want to quantify it as saying, well, this many 
percent of the time they're actually abused and they just go back to their husbands. What I what I would honestly say is okay if you don't want charges against your husband or wife, most of the time it's husband, and he's hitting you, get out of there. Seriously, get out right. and get your children out of there. Contact my law office. Contact Bob Mortland dot com, and we'll help with the restraining order. And we'll help you get out of that dangerous situation because it's dangerous. It, things can escalate, and you don't need to be there. And if you think your husband or wife is going to uh, this change, a serious right, I know. Right Isn't it totally like a downer? If wow. they're going to change, I, I would highly, highly, highly recommend you guys go through marital counseling or couple counseling or anything like that. Uh, marriage, Go to a marriage and family therapist. Go to a clinical psychologist. Anyways, I think I've answered that question. What do you think? We've answered it. I've got some... Funny. Well, I've been kind of reading through them as you've been answering the last. Sorry question. about that. We've got all. We've had people email in questions. Uh, everyone that's listening. We have. We have Trent. We have from some, Davis. Some funny ones. Uh, oh, Trent, this is a good one. Go ahead. Yeah, yeah. How do I know if I am legally divorced? Uh, and he he goes on to that was the subject line. Um, I have. <laughs> <laughs> sorry, I apologize to. Uh, I hope he doesn't listen to this. Trent. Trent, Listen. Go ahead. You should know if you're legally divorced, Trent. But this is what he's saying. He says he's been estranged. <laughs> <laughs> All right, I'm reading this further. I don't think it's a Trent. But he says I've been est- <laughs> I've been estranged from my husband for years, and was wondering if there's a way he could have gotten a divorce without my consent. Newspaper ads or anything. Uh, it's no. It's actually a good question. Um, if you're estranged and you leave, first of all, you need to notify the other party. You have to personally serve them with uh, the, the divorce petition, and then it goes from there. If, let's say, you leave the country or you're just out, you're like nowhere. You could technically, you could technically post the notice the petition of divorce in a courthouse, and that would satisfy the personal service. Requirement and then uh, so really, how do you know you're legally divorced? Go to the county your spouse was living in for a certain amount of time. They've lived there for like so many years or more than six months, and contact the court. Um, you probably have to go in and ask if you've been like put your name in the system. There's a lot of now nowadays because court clerk offices are closed like around one or two. You could go in and yeah, you at noon. Right there's a public computer terminal you could go to and type in your name and see if there's been a divorce action against you. Yeah, it, basically what George is saying is in order to be legally divorced, you have to have a court degree or a judgment that says decree. yes, a uh, divorce... De- I said decree. Get out of here. Uh, I thought you said degree. No, you don't need a court degree. Decree um, or a judgment that grants the divorce. You have to have a piece of paper saying you are divorced. Without that, you're still married. Um, you are right. So we've got... Let's go to the next question. Next question. Let's shotgun Thank you, Trent. It. Sort of. This one, should someone turn themselves in to the police before getting an attorney? Hey, that was on my birthday, August 8th. That's when they sent it to you? Um, no. So Wait, I'm reading the wrong thing. What do you think? Should, should someone, someone turn themselves in before getting an attorney? An attorney? Uh, no. 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 An attorney can advise you how exactly to to proceed in your matter talk with an attorney first before jumping in and and just turning yourself into the police Um, especially if you don't have an attorney the police can question you and can harass you a lot more than if you do have an attorney you could even avoid jail time if you talk to an attorney the attorney may be able to get you put on court calendar ahead of time so you don't even have to turn yourself in 
Yes, true. You can avoid a lot of hassle if you just talk with an attorney and deal with it that way. Also, you save now here's another like little thing. Find an attorney first and then if you really are remanded into custody the attorneys usually have friends that do bail bonds. I, I have friends that do bail bonds, and I get huge, quite sizable discounts for my clients. Yeah, I get so, I get seven percent instead of. Uh, I get seven point five percent. Oh, do you? No, I, oh, I just no, wanted I really to. Do get 7%. I just wanted to one up you. Oh, okay. No, I I don't make money off it. They only have to pay your your no. would be worse. My client only has to pay seven percent instead of the ten percent. No, I was talking about I get seven percent, seven point five percent off. Oh, off. Yeah, what were you talking about? They have to pay 7% instead of 10%. When you post bail, typically you have to put up 10% of the entire bail amount. If you're represented by an attorney, some bail bonds, if you have a contract with your attorney, will well, lower bail bonds, that percent yeah, yeah. down My, to, to Mine's lowered 7.5% of the 10%. It's getting confusing. Let's move on next to the question. next question. What's the fastest way to finish or complete a divorce case? Bob, go. I have no idea because I right there. don't practice family law. Shoot, and I do. Um, so you're, you're going to answer this one, George. You know, it, it, here's the best way. Talk to your soon-to-be ex-spouse beforehand. Have clear lines of communication. Um, there's so many things you could argue about. Child custody, community property. <laughs> Dividing. <laughs> I hate you so much. <laughs> Dividing property up, just be big boys and big girls, and talk to your soon-to-be ex-spouse and and knock out all those decisions right away. You don't need knock to be fighting out. in court over who gets this serving bowl when both of you hated it when you got it in your second anniversary. Not speaking from experience, I I heard a story. Um I don't practice family law, but I heard a story from another attorney who was practicing, and the entire divorce got dragged on for weeks because of pillows. Because yeah. they couldn't figure out who should get these pillows. Decide ahead of time, and it should take no more than like six or seven months. And do, you, do you think it'd sign be. Sign the divorce petition, and, and, and you're good to go. I mean, there's a lot more than that. We'll, we'll get to divorce in a, in a few months, but. Do you, you think it's a good idea while you're married to just kind of discuss, uh, so when we're going to get divorced, should we split up this and this? Yeah. Yeah? Sure, why not? Yeah, all right. I, I, told, I told my wife, I said, if we ever get divorced, I will, I will destroy you in divorce proceedings because I know friends that do divorce. But now that I see, now, now that, that I've lived a little bit longer. I hope she doesn't live she will. <laughs> she, she would destroy me in court. Oh, yeah. My wife would kill me in court. No, I mean, she would literally, she would take a javelin out and throw it through my chest. And you know what they do? Nothing. Not a thing. No. They'd be like, eh. Just another attorney. That's that makes sense. Like. One down. Next. Uh, let's, let's go. Let's, God, we're we on family, family law. Laws. Let's keep going with them because this one is, is interesting. Uh, does the mother get automatic custody of children in divorce? No, this is not Kramer v. Kramer. This is not the 70s. The mother does not automatically get custody. It's in the catchphrase is what's in the best interest of the child. And the court trend now, and it's always going to be like this from now on, the court trend will be they want to encourage joint custody, uh, joint physical and joint legal custody. They want both parents to, to have custody, share custody. Um, 
in in the situations where there's abuse, there's drug abuse, there's physical violence or mental abuse, yeah, the other parent's probably going to get the child. But the courts really don't care. I, I tell my clients this in my initial meeting. I listen to their story. It's always dramatic and stressful, and I always tell them when they have kids. The courts do not care about you when kids are involved. They care about the kids, and that's it. And mo- a vast majority of the time, the courts are going to encourage joint custody. That's both physical and legal custody. So mother does not automatically get custody of the children. Bob, next question. Please let it be criminal. Yeah, here, we got a criminal. Oh, good. What will happen? This is Ed asking this one. Ed from Sunnyvale, my town. Oh, your hometown. Right now. Well, not your hometown, but well, where you're living no, now. I, your I home is in place. Sunnyvale. What will happen if I get pulled over on a suspended license? Bob. Uh, well, it depends on why your license was suspended in the first place. Yeah, we need more um, specific answers. It, yeah, that's it's a little tougher because I don't Ed, – Ed, specify. Send me another email. Specify. We'll answer it again on our next one. I don't even want to answer it for you because it's going to take too long, but I will. I don't even want to talk about it. I don't want to talk to you, Ed. I want to find you, Ed. I'm going to fight you. <laughs> Ed, Ed does exist. We shouldn't be saying these things. I like Ed. Ed, thank you for listening. Thank you for sending a I want to meet in. you at the corner of Lawrence Parkway. And Tasman Avenue. We're going to fight. The Taco Bell. No holds barred. Um, so it really depends why your license was death. suspended in the first place. If it was suspended because of a DUI, then you're looking at a much more severe You're looking at some serious jail time. Yeah, you're looking at jail time. If, if it's, it's for fines for and fees, you can continue the case and pay out Court the fines probation. and fees and get your license back. A lot of times get dismissed. But if you're able to get your license back during the time... While the case is still open and you haven't pled guilty or no contest, there's a chance the case will get reduced to either an infraction or dismissed. What do you think? Does that sound about right? Sounds about right. Moving on. Next criminal question. Uh, Ed, if you if you want to call us or talk to us, feel free. Anyone can. EastBayAttorney.com. Uh, Contact me on my website. I'd love to East fight Bay you. Com. Just you, Ed. Just, Everyone else is cool. Ed. I like you. Uh, well, we've had some crazy questions. I like them. Uh, this next one. Do I have to answer whether I was drinking or not? What's what? Can, can I? Were you, drink, were you drinking or not, Bob? Not today. Well, you just had some of that. That's a good coffee. coffee. That's good. Which, what flavor did you Sipping have? Sipping coffee. I've got some chai. You got chai? I got chai. Damn, I should ask for chai. This is good too. What'd you get me? Is it like vanilla? French vanilla. I love it. It's great. You uh, Keurig. The, Keurig. You Shout really out. made a really good coffee. Uh, so, no. This is probably in reference to a DUI. You have the right to remain silent. Here's Any, the thing. Anything you use can and will be used against you in the court of law. You have the right to an attorney. If you cannot afford an attorney, one will be appointed but to you. But here's what I love about this, okay? A police officer is going to ask, have you been drinking? Now, today, I, I have a couple toddlers in my house. I asked my daughter, I said, did you go, did you go poop? And Because <laughs> right. she smells badly. And she says, No. And but I already knew she went to the bathroom in her diaper. Uh, consequently, if you reek of alcohol and an officer says, "Have you been drinking?" Whether you say yes or no, the police officer is probably going to know you've been drinking. Does that sound about right? It sounds about right. Yeah. Yeah. So, you have the right to remain silent. Be quiet. Don't talk to police. I would say, you know, you're incriminating yourself, and what you say is going it can be used against you in the court of law. If you want to tell a police officer admission. you have the right to remain silent, that's fine. If he smells alcohol in your car, it's going to trigger an investigation. 
but and honestly, refer to episode two of our podcast regarding DUIs. Yeah, honestly, what I would what I would say if I were in that position, what would you say, Bob? What I would say to the officer, what is, would you say, Bob? I've been listening to a podcast, and this podcast has advised me not to talk to you, officer. Give him our a web address. Give him our information. Wait, is it our podcast you're talking listen. about? It's our podcast. Ooh, and it's good. We're telling you that you can blame us. If you want, say, you know, I, I've heard some attorneys and they've told me I'm, I'm not supposed to talk to you. I don't want to talk to you. I'd rather have an attorney. <laughs> don't throw up on them. Don't puke on the shoes. Next yeah. question. Good question. I like these. Good. Huh. Uh, n- no, I don't want to do that one. That doesn't make Idiots. Not that, that one either. I don't, I don't. Doesn't make sense. First of all, the hate mail is just getting more and more creative. <laughs> this one's funny. <laughs> we yeah, we appreciate... We appreciate the questions you're sending in and the, the interesting stories and the interesting yeah, uh, mail that we, we've been getting. Here's This is a good one. This is right. You want to go ahead and read that? Can an attorney change his fees in the middle of a divorce case? My attorney uh, was charging me $200 an hour, and now he increased the fee by $50 without notice. I haven't signed any. I'm just paraphrasing because it's a long email. Um, basically, he, he just changed the hourly rate. Can he do that? Short answer is no, he cannot. Uh, if a, an attorney is charging you more an hour, in um, that's more an different. Hour? More, yeah. If more an church, hour. yeah. If the attorney is charging you more uh, money per hour. They work for you without. Uh, that's different from the legal contract you signed at the at the, at the beginning of the uh, lawyer-client relationship. Uh, he can't do that. You need to sign a new legal contract with the new hourly rate. That's true. So, it's a good question. Um, here's a good one here. This one does apply in, in everyday world. I do a lot of expungements, so... Oh, yeah. And so, you should definitely contact an attorney for an expungement. First of all, what is an expungement, Bob? An expungement is a way to get your record sealed, uh, a way to shield right, we'll a go, conviction that right. you've had. But we'll, I don't, I don't want to get too deep we're into We're not going to go to... Because that's a whole episode yeah. in expungement, right? Um, Post-conviction is. relief... It's going to be a whole series, I think. It's, it's going to be weeks and weeks of information. Probably 15. Clean up your records. Give me a call. I'll help you clean up your record. If you've got anything on there, including infractions of certain types, not speeding tickets, but some criminal cases get reduced down to infractions. The Those smear felonies. Wiped off. BobMortland.com or, or EastBayAttorney.com. Bob, go. How can you expunge DUI? Uh, you can expunge your DUI Wait, by... Oh, yeah, I got to read the question. I got a DUI offense two years ago. I want to get rid of it to increase my job application chances. It's a good question. Well, two years ago, that's fantastic that they mentioned it was two years. Typically, you're put on three years of informal court probation, and within those three years, you're still on probation. You can always ask to have your case... Uh, tell you, expunged early. But I tell you what, you have to do two. When I see time. someone go pro per, which means they represent themselves for an expungement, and it's early, you know how many times I've seen them win an expungement? Zero. Zero times. Yeah. And you know how many times I've seen an attorney win an expungement if it's early? About ninety percent. I've seen some lose. A lot more than zero. I'll tell you yeah, that. Yeah, a lot more than zero. Next question: Are there potential benefits in refusing a breath test? I was wondering whether this is Pamela. From San Joaquin County. Oh, Stockton. It's good. Pamela. Uh, Pamela P. I, I was wondering whether refusing to, participate, refusing to participate in any test can be good for my DUI case. No. Uh, yeah, yeah well, yes, yes and no. 
Yeah, you, I, you like, have to take a chemical test. You're required by state law. You need to submit to a chemical test. It's blood, breath, or urine. If a police officer asks you to get out of the car and say, I'd like to, you to do these field sobriety tests, you can, you can say, I decline to do field sobriety tests. However, officer, I understand I must submit to a, a chemical test, and I will submit to a blood test. That's just my own... Um, that's my own preference for my clients. Bob has different preferences. I would, s- but submit to a chemical test. Breath is terrible because you can't retest it. What's the next question? Uh, what is that? <laughs> Do what? I have to pick? <laughs> These are great. Uh, I, 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 I hundreds of questions. That. Yeah, no, we're gonna we're um, not gonna answer that. <laughs> the, I want to. I want to read it though. Um, it says, Do it. I have to pay the? Let's open this email. I'm opening this, this up. See what he says. This, this is funny. Frederick oh. from oh, well. Beverly Hills. Wow. Thank you. Good job, Frederick. You you need a price. Do I have to pay the gas station? Do I and, and here's that's the, just the header. Do I have to pay if I left the gas station with the gas hose still in my tank? <laughs> I think yeah. that's a good question. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, you yeah. destroyed their property. Let me tell you something. Gas stations have really good security cameras for exact for this exact thing. <laughs> So you want to go back there, Freddie? Give them their hose back. Get yeah. it out of your tank. What are you doing driving? I mean, it could cause a serious accident with tank. both your car. It's got an open gas line to it, or the gas station. I mean, I know they click off. There's like an emergency shutoff valve, but no. But it sounds like he drove okay. off okay. with the tank still in his uh, right. The tank still the with, with hose the, still right. in his tank. Right, but yeah. The short and long answer is yes. Yeah, don't drive off with the hose still in your tank and then think it's it's all good. I think we have time don't for like that. three or four more questions. Is that right. good? Yeah, let's let's jump by pretty fast. <clears throat> uh, well, this uh, that's a good question. I, no, I think it's good. All right, all right. What happens if you get arrested, Johnny? Johnny on the spot. Your, don't get your fingerprints or mug shots taken. Yeah. Um, what'll happen is well, it depends. Johnny from Tulare. Tulare County, Johnny. If you're that a Tulare City in Tulare County, oh, really? that's, that's what right. It says. I, yeah, I have yeah. no idea. Could Johnny, be, where the heck are you? So what happens is, if either see if you're arrested, you're probably going to be booked. What mostly likely happen is you're probably cited. You're probably put in the back of the police car, and they probably released you with something called a promise to appear. Um, if you're formally charged, if you like get a notice within a year that the local county district attorney's office is charging you, you if you haven't given your fingerprints or your mugshot taken. Uh, basically what that is is booking. Uh, when you go to court, the judge will say you need to be booked before your next court case. That's pretty much you give all the, your you information read. to the police. Book? No, you go into the local. Book? Good book? Webster? <laughs> what kind of book do you want? Why would you read a dictionary? Who wouldn't want to read a dictionary? You know there's an actual term for someone called a dictionarian? Wow. Who? Yeah. Well, I was joking, but. Yeah, no, that's true. All right. Probably smart people. Booking, basically all that means is you go in, you give all your information where you're living so the police can contact you, fingerprints, uh, mugshot, all that good stuff. So it, your answer, it depends. I have a question. Go for it. Do you have to give that information at booking? Do you have to tell them your address? Your, don't you have the right to remain silent? No, not during booking procedures. During booking procedures, you, you actually have... Um, the the Miranda rights don't really trigger there, unless they go into other. Yeah, because it's they're not questions regarding the case. They're just information only questions in order to determine who exactly you are. So, 
All right, two more questions. We've got two more up here. We apologize if we didn't get to yours. Um, wow, this is a long one. Uh, okay. Um, do you want to do another one? Because I well, think we've already answered this kind of a question. We, we have, and I'll, I'll gloss over it really quick because they spent a lot of time writing this. Um, so this one says, how can I remove assault charges? Um, you can expunge it, uh, it so long as you meet the requirements of the expungement statutes. Yeah. Give us a call. We'll help you out with that. Um, thanks, Robin. Next, are minors less likely to end up in jail? Less likely? That says that, doesn't it? Less likely to end up in jail due to a DUI. We got to call this person out. Douglas? Douglas asked this question. Where's Douglas from? I can't read that. Mississippi? What the heck? Why is Douglas calling? All right. Well, we got a question from Mississippi. We cannot answer questions regarding Mississippi law. But we can do California but law. If it were in California, this would be our answer. Go, Here's George. Your, it depends. It. it depends how old you are. If you're a minor, but 16 and over, uh, you're looking at jail time. If you're younger than 14, I don't think so. The deal with the juvenile court. Bob's nodding his head. But I think you have a serious problem if you're a minor, and this is your fourth DUI. I think that's what I read in the email. If you're a minor and you've had four DUIs, yeah. Something else needs to happen besides jail time. You need to go into recovery. You need to like, I mean, the AA meetings are not working. You need to seriously think about um, and admit to yourself that you have an addiction and it needs to be taken care of. Uh, the court probably has already told you this, but if you drive out, but let's say during the fifth time you drive drunk or under the influence, anyone, hit, anyone, if you, no, if this, you hit this someone, applies to anybody, even if it's not your first right. DUI. Well, or, or not your no, it's got even if it is you your have to first be DUI. you have to be warned first by the court. If you're warned by the court that the next time you drive drunk and kill someone, you could be charged with murder. So I'm sure you've been advised of this. So if you drive DUI and you kill someone and you're 15 or older, chances are you're going to be charged with murder, and you're looking at at least 15 to life. Stay safe you know, out there. you know what I was listening to on the way here? Our podcast? No, I was listening I to, listen to it every day. Skid Row, 18 in Life. Oh. You know that song? I do. It's a good song. Skid Row, old school here. I love Skid Row. Classic head banging. Yeah. <clears throat> that, was, that was a good podcast. I think we're going to be doing question and answers a lot. What do you Qu- think? Question and answer was fun. Uh, unfortunately, too many of you sent in ridiculous things, uh, hate mail, uh, things like that. So... We couldn't get to all of them. It was tough kind of shuffling through what we did have. But send us some questions, and we'll try to get to them our next special podcast that we have, just like this one. What do you think? I don't know. What do you want to say? What do we tell them? What do we tell the people? What's the joke? I don't have a joke. Well, it's just a special episode where we talk about... Special episode. We don't, need, we don't need a joke. We don't need a joke to end this one. Should we answer a funny? Well, we've already answered no. some funny. BobMortland.com. Mortland. EastBayAttorney.com. George Derrick. I gotta stop my name that way. I don't. Really right. No, it's good. I like it. Mortland. There I like. Go. I like. How, I mean, we'll cut all this stuff out because I mean, we never do though. It's not no. going to. No, I'll cut this. We we'll throw out. it up and let people enjoy it. Yeah. Send us your questions. Check us out. Uh, check are, George out. EastBayAttorney.com. Bob Mortland.com, B-O-B-M-O-R-T-L-A-N-D.com. What are, your, what, are, what are my rights podcast at gmail.com? What are your rights attorneys.com? Shoot us some emails. Let us know. Give us some fun questions. We'll, we'll have fun with this again. All right. See you next week.